In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the January 16th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And now, the news. Following President Bush's primetime address, did you see that? I watched the last 10 minutes of it. I, so, yes, I did. You saw, I can't watch it because I, I just think, I don't like to be embarrassed for other people. Yeah. And it, I just can't. It's hard I, to watch that. I know what you mean. It's, I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah. Bless his heart. He's trying so hard to be president. Yeah. And, and no one told him, apparently, that he just doesn't have the faculties. Poor man. Anyway, yeah. he, he, it was, uh, it was. he announced his decision to deploy more than 20,000 additional U.S. troops to Iraq. Yeah. Which of course I, I was rooting for maybe a hundred and twenty thousand myself because it's just a, it's a it's a giant black sinkhole. It is. We might as well just pour as much into it as possible. Just drain the country. It, it's uh and as anyone who knows who who reads Nathan Callahan's daily readings will know, there was an article in yesterday's reading about something called the Texas Strategy. <laughs> did you read that? I, Paul, well, yeah, I did. Paul, Paul That's why I put it up. Yeah, I know you yeah. that. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. I thought that was, was a nice way to look at it. Paul, Paul Krugman, Krugman was talking about uh, uh, Lincoln Savings and Loan, uh, Charles Keating, and how when things were going really bad and he knew it, mm-hmm. he just borrowed like crazy. Just yeah. dealt, just essentially, go ahead. Oh, he, he was just comparing yeah, that. that strategy. That's what you have to explain to our listeners. That would help. Of course, that strategy uh, t- the Texas strategy that Keating applied to the savings and loan fiasco of the 80s, yeah. which, by the way, uh, had a, uh, headquarters here, his bank in uh, Irvine. Yeah, actually. Um, My sister worked for him oof. Yeah, during that oof. time. I worked for a savings and loan at that time also that went really bad, Yeah, criminally bad. But anyway. But the strategy of Bush appears to be the same, the Texas strategy. In other words, just keep taking advantage of the situation to line your own pocket. Yeah, And, and that's... And that's, that's what's going on yeah, here, Cause the, because the contractors are making out. Everybody's making out except for the, the American soldiers who yep. are pitted in this hell. Meanwhile, Senator Richard Durbin, who happens to be a Democrat from Illinois, mm-hmm. he, he delivered a uh, Democratic response. And he said, escalation of this war is not the change the American people called for in the last election. Instead of a new direction, the president's plan moves the American commitment in Iraq in the wrong direction. No. He said that. Yeah. But, he, but it was a Democrat, but but most people wouldn't know that because the networks did not carry the right. Dem- you are the Democratic response. Yeah, to the it networks first. didn't bother with that. No, they cut yeah. to uh, American Idol or uh-huh. uh, America's Top Model or something. Now, as Congress, Congress, yeah, and the administration got ready for the conflict, Bush asserted he has the power to send more U.S. forces, regardless of what Congress says. Now, I did watch the sixty Minutes interview. Did you see that? Uh huh. I, I, I did. Did you? Uh, I, I did watch the 60 Minutes interview with uh, George W. Bush, and, and he said something interesting, I think, about, about the Iraqi people there, which was this. I think the Iraqi people owe the, the American people a huge debt of gratitude. Hmm. Huh. Now, I don't know. If I was an Iraqi person, yeah. just a regular guy, yeah. you know, I'm not talking about any of the... No. 
Moctada you know, or any of those Saddam guys. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. anybody, any yeah. big player. Yeah. The Iraqi people, which George is talking about. Yeah. After my country's been invaded and after I've been thrown into this hell yeah. where the sex, the sectarian violence, where the country has become more divided than ever before as far in, in recent history, I don't know if I'd have a lot of gratitude about that. He does say something about the mindset of him. Uh-huh. It, it, it does. It, without, there was no qualification to what he said. If there had been in some manner to explain what he meant beyond that, mm-hmm. to say, we realize that this is a tough period that they're going through, we're doing everything we can, it will get better, yeah. but to just un, in an unqualified way to say, they owe us an apology. Or they, they should be they, they should they, be grateful. grateful. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, and it wasn't to the response. Uh, the response to the question was, is de- should you apologize? Yes, that was what, that's what I meant. Nevertheless, yeah. uh, I don't know if that's the proper tack to take. Yeah. To, to, no, to, like to, I said, I think it... And, and what was, you know what I thought was even a little bit more revealing was that he started off by saying, do you mean I should apologize for, uh, because we didn't do a good job or because they didn't do a good job? Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh, uh, George, yeah, and, and I, I, I watched <laughs> shifting wa- the blame. Watching it, uh, I, I, I yelled at the TV at one point, mm-hmm. which was when Scott Pauley, I believe the uh, the, the reporter's name, that was interviewing Bush the, yeah. with the unprecedented access to Bush and all that crap, said when they were talking about his plan and Pauley uh, volunteers, the Democrats have no plan. Did you catch that part? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. There was he a volunteers Yeah, he just said, and the Democrats have no plan. And Bush, of course, chimed in, they don't. And, right you, know, you are. Right you are. Yeah. Right you are, lackey. Which I, I've never, I don't, I mean, I've heard reports of it, but it was quite an egregious over, overstepping. Yeah, you just, you, you might ask the president do the what pre- he thinks of the Democrats' yeah. plan, and the president at that point can say, oh, I, I don't really well, they think do, they have any plan. But they do. Yeah, and they do, but nevertheless, but, you And know. so for him to uh, reinforce this myth that they don't. Uh-huh. Senator Joseph Biden asserted that the authority Congress granted Bush administration to invade Iraq did not extend to invading Syria. Yeah. So he's kind of, he's trying to draw things back here a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, th- I find it in, what I find interesting the way this is going to end is by the Republicans jumping ship. And did you have you heard Hagel? I mean, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Of late. Chucky. H- Hagel, as a matter of fact, said to Condoleezza Rice, what do you say to her, Mike? He said something. There, they had her in front of the uh, some committee. Said and, you were incompetent. Is okay. that what he said? Something to that effect. Basically, he said that this is the worst foreign policy blunder since Vietnam. Well, also, uh, oh, Hawaiian Democratic Congressman Neil Abercrombie, who's the new chairman of the House Air Land Subcommittee, mm-hmm. and you say, "Oh, you know, what's about that?" That's a very powerful com- subcommittee there. Okay, that, that's big stuff. He went on record with an Here. attack on rice. Mm-hmm. Refer to her as the most overrated, underperforming individual in executive authority I have ever seen. There you go. So now, we're, now we're getting it. Yeah, zinger. Now we're getting it. See, the, there is going to be a tipping point on all of this. It may not, it may not, it may have happened, I don't know, but I haven't really seen evidence of it. But there will come a point when Republicans and Democrats will just tear these guys apart like pack dogs. Yeah, that's politics for you. Yeah. Got to wait for the opportune time, yeah. which is unfortunate. After Russ so Feingold many people have called the trip poop increase quite possibly the greatest blunder mis- mistake in the history of our nation. 
greatest mistake in foreign policy. Foreign policy mistake. The mother of all mistakes. Yeah, there we go. Iraq Prime Minister Nouri Maliki filled the top military job in Baghdad with Lieutenant General Aboud Kwambar. Yeah. That's a virtually unknown officer chosen over the objections of the U.S. and the Iraqi military. Apparently, they did not cons- he did not consult with the U.S. on this. The U- the US or, had- or with many Iraqis either. Which, and also, he was arrested during the invasion of 91 uh, when uh, we were in... Kwanbar was. Yeah. yeah. He was detained. Now, the U.S. doesn't know much about him, but I'm guessing he's Shiite. That's just yeah. a stab in the dark here, which is what Maliki is. This is the first public move that Maliki made since the announcement that Bush was sending in more troops. So this is kind of a significant thing. It is. Throwing someone in that nobody knows about uh, to 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 control the military in Baghdad. And to coordinate with the U.S. in the surge. What what was, yeah, the U.S. was very distressed about was they they didn't consult with him, with them on this. And also uh, when the announcement was made for the troop surge, he didn't attend the press conference Mm -hmm. in in Baghdad. He just kind of. Well, he's probably like me. You know, he, yeah. does, he doesn't like to be embarrassed. Okay. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't like to watch people embarrass themselves. Mercenaries in Iraq lost their immunity from war crimes prosecution. No more immunity from, uh, for war crimes. So that kind of, I was thinking about being a mercenary, Mike. Oh. Because, uh, you know, I can do whatever I want. The, I can commit a war crime. Yeah. Well, but, we, won't, we won't talk. But not, about, not yeah. anymore. We won't talk about your past. Let's not. not. Anymore. But, no, wait, wait, wait. Who would? Mercenaries. Mercenaries. If, if you're if you're working for a company and you commit a war crime right. in the past, you fell under the protection that was granted by the this administration, at least. Well, okay. Uh, saying that, uh, well, we're exempt from any uh, Geneva Convention rules. I mean, that, I think this that's, is that's, uh, it's kind of obscure. Yeah, it's kind of what, what does that mean? <laughs> no, no, hold on. I think this is probably a clarification because Bush was asked about asked about this. Uh-huh. The reason we went in one, the 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 event that caused us to go into Fallujah yeah. was the 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 four um, Blackstone mercenaries were were strung up and they were killed and strung up right right you are and when he was asked about what it mm-hmm. is what by what law do we govern these people he said yeah. I'm going to look into that yeah and I have a feeling that his attorneys finally said dude these guys are covered by the same basic law, laws yeah. of but of no war. more but no more. If you're a mercenary, it's right? Married, no, and I'm, I guess yeah. my point is uh, that's what I'm saying is that they're now rightfully under the same laws of uh, the Geneva Convention as everyone else's. Thank you for that clarification. I have, a, fe- <laughs> I have a feeling you just repeated myself. I, no, I I realize that, but I was trying to put some context to it, which is bearing he, point. Yeah, okay, got bearing it. Bearing point. I love bearing point. American- I got a lot of money invested in bearing point. You better tell me something good. The American company appointed to advise the U.S. government on the economic reconstruction of Iraq yes. has paid hundreds of thousands of dollars into Republican Party coffers and has admitted that its own finances are in chaos because of accounting errors and bad management. Yeah, this is one. Of, this is, I, I guarantee you, this is a front. This is a what? company. This is a laundering operation. Bearing point. They now over. A third of their contracts are, are U.S. military contracts. They basically exist to perpetuate a lot of, I'm sure, we'll find out later on, a lot of very shady people are behind Bearing Point. Mm-hmm. These In- are war profiteers. Let's put it that way. This, if you want an example of war profiteering, Bearing Point is your is a good place to start. Let me write that down. Yeah, write it down. You you Bearing- take that to the bank right there. I'm telling you, it'll we'll find out. So, yeah. Find out that it was war. That the uh, 
$20 billion that no one can account for? Profiteer. It's companies like Bearing Point. In pressing for Saddam's execution, yes. Iran appears to have reached over America's head and graphically demonstrated that it is now the preeminent political force inside Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know that, yeah. Mike. Well, it was pretty It's often. been on my mind for a while. Well, I understand. I just have to spit it that is, out. It's pressing on my mind, too. U.S. troops launched two raids on Iranian targets in Iraq following through on President Bush's vow to confront and break up Tehran's networks inside Iraq. Five Iranians were detained and vast amounts of documents and computer, computer data were confiscated. I don't know the exact merits of this particular incident, whether or not this was justified, but I guarantee you the U.S. is looking for something. It's one of those where the U.S. is sticking their, their jaw out there going, go ahead, hit yeah. me. Just go, go right ahead. We want them to do something. And this is provocation right here. An anti-tack grenade was fired into the heavily fortified American embassy in Athens. Yeah. That would be in Greece. That would be in Greece. The building was empty, but the attack underscored, it underscored, deep anti-American resentment or do you, sentiment. Do I you guess think people be. around the world resent America or they resent this administration? Do you think we have, have we crossed over that threshold where it's gone beyond? It's this administration, but I don't know that most people in the world think of it that way. Make that distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't know. I, I don't not being most people in the world. Well, I understand. <laughs> I understand. But do you? It, I okay. Like Vietnam, I think m- m- most people around the world felt that, that what we were doing in Vietnam was a mistake, a horrible, terrible. As a country, threat. as a country, yeah. I not think that as over, an administration. I think that once we were out of Vietnam, yeah, that the that the rest of the world looked at us more benevolently. I wonder if this will. I think you're a fool. I think. <laughs> I think I am, too, but not about this. The Bush administration announced a major major step in the building of the country's first new nuclear warhead in nearly two decades. They're moving forward with them, nuclear warheads. They're going to propose combining elements of competing designs. I, I don't know why. From two weapons, laboratories, in an approach that some experts argue is untested and risky. Uh, That's what we should be messing around with, too. (laughs) U.S. airstrikes in Somalia killed seven people. Somali officials believe the dead included al-Qaeda operative Fazul Abdullah Mohammed, reputed mastermind of the 1998 bombings of American embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. Yeah. But U.S. officials said they were still chasing him, so... But then I heard... Oh, oh, you heard something else now. ...that they determined that those guys weren't killed. That one guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm the, sorry. I thought you said um, I misunderstood. The, the U.S. Part. is still chasing him. Still, oh, I'm U.S. Sh- officials. Never mind. I'm so sorry. But then sorry. I heard he was still alive. I they weren't you. chasing a dead man, Mike. No, I, I missed. They were I, not. I, I latched onto the first part. Uh huh. And I had obviously. Okay, go ahead. It's Move that on. fast of yours. It's what did it? No, it's actually something else. It took it all away. Yes. Capsaicin. A substance in jalapeno peppers, Mike, mm. speak, speaking of your diet, yeah. was said by scientists to thwart cancer by attacking mitochondria in cancer cells, triggering cell death. That's what jalapenos do, Mike. Well, I'm, You're I'm, in luck. I'm in luck. Finally. Yeah. Finally, I'm finally, finally, something I'm eating, eating something. 
Yeah. That is doing me some That's good. what you did. Uh, in case the listeners do want to know what Mike did after his fast is he ate a bowl of jalapeno peppers. And, and he did that for some reason before we got to the studio here today, <laughs> which has made it a bit uncomfortable is, for me is, if you I, notice a little I, I change mean, in my tone. <laughs> you may. Yeah. You may. Uh, actually, Nathan may be exiting the studio <laughs> sometime soon. Yeah. The Pentagon has been but, using a little-known power to obtain banking and credit records of hundreds of Americans and others suspected of terrorism or espionage inside the United States. You know, you know so they little tag that thing on. And uh, others suspected. That's mm-hmm. just a poorly... You know, I, I get this. I expect people on the wire services to get their English right. They're, what they're saying is they're, they're just kind of combining these things together. Hundreds of Americans and others suspected of terrorism. Yeah. You see what that reads. Yeah. In other words, Americans, of course, are suspected of terrorism, and then there are others. And then there are others. Yeah. Which, that, anyway. Which, by the way, the, you, you mentioned that this is a Pentagon operation. They're going after banking records. The Pentagon is. Uh, if, which, which allows them, apparently, to hand this over to the CIA. Yeah. Which, in their charter, they're specifically prohibited from yeah. spying and carrying on operations against yeah. the American citizens. But the Pentagon isn't. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. According to Tony Blair, Tony Blair. Apparently the financial institutions have voluntarily handed this over, by the way. They didn't, all they had to do was be asked. They yeah. didn't have to be cajoled, uh, legally bound to do so. It's, they asked them. I wonder how they asked. I'm, I'm not trying to suggest well, that any corporation would be. They did it before. Beneficent they, in any way, but they did. there is a possibility that they well they, they, they did were, it before. They might have been asked the same way before. They were you th- you know. okay. If I, if if somebody at the Pentagon comes up to you and say and we throws the, down uh, you know some something about you that you don't like and say I need something, I guess what from I, you. I guess my problem is is that that if there ever was a wall uh-huh. between business and the government yeah. in in terms of protection. Of our civil rights, yeah. that wall has been breached. That's right. It's over. It's down. It's down. They are working in concert to to find out as much. This is the thing that bothers me. At the end, uh, mm-hmm. This is they want to know everything about us yeah. that they can possibly know. Yeah, and we're not allowed to know anything about what they're doing with it, what the government is doing, the policies we're carrying out, the information that they have in order to make the decisions to carry out these policies. We're not supposed to know any of that. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez said his government will allow private companies to own minority stakes in lucrative Orinoco River Basin oil projects that Venezuela plans to nationalize. So he's trying to reach out, privatize a little bit. A little bit of... You know, you privatize light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, government, yeah. Lawmakers in the Democratic-led U.S. Lower House approved a plan to expand government funding for embryonic stem re- cell research. Defying the veto threat by President Bush, which I'm sure will be on its way. They didn't get enough Democrats on it. 253 to 160 something. Yeah. So they don't have. To override the veto. Yeah, if they needed a two thirds, they yeah. didn't quite have it. They're close, but they don't quite They're have it. They're close. President Bush lifted a ban on oil and gas drilling in Alaska's Bristol Bay, an area known for its endangered whales and the world's largest run of sockeye salmon. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The action clears the way for the Interior Department to open 5.6 million acres of fresh, well, fish-rich waters. Yeah. Fish-rich. Fish-rich waters. I got you. 
fish-rich waters northwest of the Alaska Peninsula as part of its next five-year leasing plan. So it's, it's not good news. That's not good news. It's right around, apparently it's right around the corner from uh, the spot where the Exxon Valdez ran aground. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, there's a, yeah, you got to get around something to get there, but it's in the same general area. And finally. Yeah. It was reported that President Bush furiously called the Iraq study group report a flaming turd. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.